So, so we're beginning. Here yep, we go. Here we go. Hey, I'm Brian. And I'm Inessa. And welcome back to the X-Men Files, uh, <laughs> issue number 144. 44. Thank you. Uh, before we begin, though, I know that we've, we've each got notes, and I've got two really big announcements. Yeah. I know they of are... one announcement. Okay. Uh, Do you have a surprise announcement for me? No, okay. unlikely. Okay. Unlikely. Good. Um, Good. What is the one announcement? The, the, the microphone. Right. That is the big news, is uh, Blue Yeti, the microphone of choice for the discerning uh, podcaster on maybe a little bit of a budget. Uh, <laughs> they're not exactly giving them away, but uh, this, uh, they come loads more expensive than this. And, and I'm delighted. Hopefully the audio will get better. Yeah. The second technological update, in addition to the Blue Yeti, uh, my new iPad arrived. Oh, on Friday. right. Yeah. yeah. Got all about that. Yep. Uh, and the iPad, the only reason why I got the iPad is so that I can mainline <laughs> comics. So, just so we're clear, we've spent over $1,000 on. Uh, I didn't know that's more well, than that's a thousand. Not, it's not more than a no, thousand. No. More than like, $500. More than $500. That's uh, right. You got the maybe cheapy. Maybe more than $500. I think. You got the cheapy iPad. With the, uh, uh, look, the podcast is a money pit. We, <laughs> we know that. Although so far the recording equipment is free, the hosting is free. You know, what what else are we going to do with that? And, money? and the coffee's free. No, actually, we paid for the coffee. We paid for the coffee. It's not free coffee. It felt free because <laughs> because I, you didn't make it. Because yeah, I said I wanted coffee, and then there was coffee. and the coffee yeah. was there. Okay, coffee was delivered to me. D- 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 delivered the six inches from my hand to your hand. Yeah, well, if we haven't spent a thousand dollars, then you know. And I feel okay about it. Uh, right. I mean, this experience practically pays for itself. For itself. And all of the... Uh, well, it doesn't pay for itself. I was about to say, like, in all of the, the couples therapy that we avoid. But no, we're in no danger of that. No. Um, not yet. We're not there yet. Wow. Wait a minute. <laughs> I, I I feel like this I feel like this experience brings us closer it does, together. It does. I mean, maybe it does. you're getting a different read on it, but <laughs> it brings us closer to, to our one listener as well. That's true. Hey, <laughs> hey, um, hey, out there, uh, our our one listener, and and we know him by name. Uh, no last names, obviously, on the thing. But like, hey, Stephen, how you doing? Thank, Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, at some point, uh, maybe next week, we're gonna have, we're, I'm going to set up the domain name uh, xmenfiles.com, which uh, should be open. Uh, then it'll be like another ten bucks per year. Ooh. So the bills just keep, <laughs> keep mounting. Keep That'll be our next technological update. We're going to need I some. Hear. We're going to need some sponsors. Oh yeah, um, we will take any sponsor. <laughs> I have no. If you are an arms merchant, uh, if you traffic in conflict diamonds, yeah, drug dealers. <laughs> That's that's cool. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Silk Road, uh, internet, anything, anything. Yeah. yeah. None, none of this is true. Um, no, it's it's still, well, maybe not conflict diamonds. <laughs> uh, some do well. Illegal cannabis. We'll we'll happily show for that. Okay. Anyway, issue one forty four. Issue one forty four. Yeah. Uh, so how do we want to begin? Do you want to do you want to go in with your notes? Um. I, can, I started off with two big announcements, so I want to, want to give you the floor. Let's see. Um, do you, you can go in with your notes. You can start. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll let the record reflect. Then. Yeah, no, that's, okay. that's, cool. that's what this is. It's a record. Uh, it's a record of me not being uh, a hopeless slave to the patriarchy. <laughs> that's true. This is this is a. It's like, a, what are you talking? This about? is a digital record yeah. of uh, how open-minded and egalitarian mm-hmm. I am. 
and um, how this marriage is one of complete equanimity. Yeah. Equanimous is what we are. Carry on. Except when it comes to vocabulary. (laughs) Brian's vocabulary is... Uh, I made a vocabulary note. We'll we'll get to that in a minute. My first note uh, is um, following up on the last note from last week. Uh, So we bid farewell to John Byrne last week. Uh, yes. This, uh, I keep saying week because that's when the podcasts are recorded. Right. Obviously, month by month is when the issues came up, so we know what I mean. This episode, we welcome Brent Anderson. Brent Anderson. And you know, this is not a name that I knew, that, mm-hmm. I, that I could recall. Uh, I remember, I, I reread this issue a couple of months ago and remember liking it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that the, the the handover to Brent Anderson, he, this is just a one-off. We're not going to see him again mm-hmm. uh, on the X-Men. But uh, that's a kind of a smooth downward glide path from from John Byrne. Although, you know, honestly, Brett might not be as stylistically notable, noticeable as uh, John Byrne. He, mm-hmm. He's doing really great work here. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I want to clarify something. So the very first comment on the very first episode of this podcast mm-hmm. was me griping about the Marvel Unlimited app. <laughs> yes. Uh, unfair. I think I was out of line. <laughs> and uh, so sure Marvel, they, Marvel, if I'm you're sure listening. That they'll, that they're taking note of that. Yeah, so Marvel, if you're listening, th- this podcast is nothing but a free advertisement for your services. Um, if we want to if we want to alter that arrangement and uh, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe give us some stuff. Uh, because, you know, otherwise we could hold this podcast hostage and I could return to basically telling everyone who enjoys comic books that they, uh, they really should stay away from Marvel. Returning to the matter at hand, uh, Brett Anderson, I looked up some of the other stuff that he did. He um, It doesn't look as though he did loads of stuff, which is probably why I didn't come across him mm-hmm. uh, like later in the 80s or anything like that. But he did a run on uh, the title Kazar. He of the Savage Land. Um, I, I, I haven't started reading some of those, but with my new iPad, I'm going to be diving, diving deep into those. Into those. Yeah, so. <laughs> Straight into those. Oh, and the other thing that I just want to say about uh, Brent Anderson... Uh, I don't know. I, I can't make this point relevant, but what I wrote down, therefore, mm. I have to say it out loud. Um, <laughs> he is different than than Byrne. Uh, Byrne has a particular look and feel, mm-hmm. but uh, Anderson is a lot closer in style to uh, Frank Miller, kind of early Frank Miller, mm-hmm. not not later Frank Miller, but the, like, like 1980, 1981 era mm-hmm. Frank Miller. Mm-hmm. Frank Miller, who is one of the more notable comics writers and, 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 and authors. And also early Bill Sienkiewicz. Uh, it, it, and again, early Sienkiewicz. He's another mm-hmm. uh, very distinctive uh, artist. Uh, and I like that style. Mm-hmm. I, I like... Uh, it's really, really cool. Kind of nice, uh, you know, uh, Silver Age Marvel look. Hmm. So I had intended to go back and look because as I was reading it, the the, the characters, particularly like their faces, looked a little bit like more... Um, less crisp to me okay. somehow. Um, but then I had also remembered that you had said that we were going to enter a little bit of a fallow period. And so I wasn't sure okay. if that was influencing the way that I had was seeing right. the art. So I had meant to go back and sort of really compare between, uh, past, yeah. uh, issues, but I, I failed at doing that. I did not succeed. So maybe next week. <laughs> <laughs> Two points. One, this is an enterprise at which you can't fail. 
I just want to, because I know that the very first episode, you were worried that... I'm, yeah, I'm still worried. I, I have no idea why. <laughs> um, because this is a joy for me every week. I look forward to it. Uh, it, it, it is a joy on top of the daily joy that, that is life with you. Uh, you couldn't possibly fail. Um, if anyone were to fail at this enterprise, it's me. I have already <laughs> lost money. Our money. On the, uh, yeah, yeah. Our <laughs> money, that's even worse. <laughs> Okay, I'm taking money from you. Yeah, and I'm funding this this ridiculous podcast right. venture uh, that only one person is listening to. Uh, the second thing that I would say, um, he's never going to be able to stop listening. That's it. He's like now. He would feel so good. Oh my god, this is great. He's committed we need to build forever. on that. Yeah, yeah. So we need to find more people that we know. Uh, and actually, anybody, if you don't know us personally, you're missing out. No, no. Well, yes, and. <laughs> If you don't know us personally and you stop listening, you will make us so sad. But you should feel super, super we'll guilty about how disappointed. I'm emotionally fragile. Yeah, our, our children even would be very sad. I don't know. I don't know. Too far. Yeah. <laughs> let's not let's try to keep our kids out of this. <laughs> we, we're, anyway. Um, so the, the style, one thing that I'll say... I'll say it now because we won't be able to make this point again for at least 10 years if we're doing this like one issue per week or something right. like that, or five years, I think. Um, the style in the early 80s, uh, is, you said like it wasn't quite as crisp. What's interesting is uh, the art in certainly like, like the early aughts or maybe even a little earlier than that moves to... Uh, a, a drawing style that looks a lot more like cell animation, mm -hmm. sort of curvy, softer. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. At this time, it's maybe a little bit blockier mm -hmm. uh, and and crisp. Actually, is the word that I would use to right. describe a lot of that. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the things that changed is the way that the color is processed for the page mm -hmm. undergoes some technological shifts. In, um, I think, like the late 90s, mm -hmm. thereabouts. Uh, so this style is something that, that, that you're going to see for a while, uh, but, but with, with varying degrees of um, something. I will, I will look forward <laughs> to talking about that in five years. In five years, yeah. In the meantime, uh, Brent Anderson uh, is not artistically what, what I would throw him into that fallow period. Mm -hmm. oh. Yeah. And and then we're and we're gonna get we're gonna get no angry email because nobody's listening. <laughs> if anybody is a Dave Cockrum uh fan, they're they're not gonna enjoy uh at least a few of these episodes where Cockrum is the artist until we get to Paul Smith. Mm -hmm. All right. Cool. All right, carrying on, what else you got? Um well so I guess this was an interesting issue for me because it um talked a little bit about or sort of addressed uh, despair and, and sort of hope and hopelessness. Right. Um, which resonated with me because I've had, you know, as everybody that's knows now, we're, you know, we've been starting our eighth week uh, locked up at home. I've lost count. Yeah. Starting our eighth week. And, this is our uh, sixth podcast episode. <laughs> I think we started podcasting. Pandemic podcast episode. Yeah, post-quarantine. Um, 
and so it's you know the importance of sort of remaining hopeful and being hopeful and and um you know the the fact that i've definitely had some days where i have uh despaired of of uh things that the kids have lost and and whatever so yeah. that um was sort of an emotional connection oh, well. for me to right. this episode in terms of or this this issue okay um in terms of all that in in, in a way that was Kind of helpful? Or? Uh, a little cathartic, maybe. Okay, okay. Yeah, or just, you know, acknowledging that hope is important and <laughs> despair is bad and, you know, don't uh, yeah. despair of things yeah. because, uh, you know, that might mean that you end up in some crazy uh, fever dream <laughs> yeah, brought be... on by an, an evil superhero. <laughs> so, so I, And I, then I, get that things could be worse, really. Evil fever dream. Could, could be worse. Well, I, so I, I, I'm... I'm trying to gauge the sense to, at which you're you're meeting the comic more than halfway, <laughs> uh, and, and and if you are, then cool. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I I do that. I mean, I I, I allow my late allow my eight year old self to pervade mm-hmm. a lot of my my reading. But um, are you? Uh, well, are you sort of meeting it more than halfway? Meaning what? Like, because I'm a, sort of where the, the the fragile emotional state that I've been in all week, or no, not that. Um, it, it, the presentation of despair as a it, it's not corporeal. Corporeal? It's, no, because despair is like some spiritual whatnot. But um, that he was actually corporeal. And it, the... It's personified. Yeah. Uh, the, the the despair is uh, is a character. Um, it is uh, maybe a blunt instrument, mm-hmm. and, and I think that, that there would be people who'd say like, uh, "There's not, there's not a lot of subtlety in that right. personification." Right. Um, so, like, are you are you on board with that? Put differently, like, if you, 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 did you read the play Every Man? Uh, it's like a like a late I don't know like the year one thousand A.D. or something like that. No. Um, okay, um, it, it's like a morality play, mm-hmm. medieval morality play. Um, and now I'll have to explain what it means, but it's similar in that it, it's this uh, Christian morality play, mm-hmm. and like there's the, a person whose name is every man. It it could be you, <laughs> like his name is Willie Loman. <laughs> Much like uh, the name of the villain in this piece uh, is not uh, Mysterio, that's an actual thing, but you know, right, right. make up your own thing. Uh, it is despair, despair spelled right. differently. Right. Uh, so it's so kind of a blunt instrument. Um, so like, like, are you on board with that? Oh, I think so. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. All right, and I'm not trying to yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, like, it's question a, it's your a little, sincerity. It's a little sort of uh, on the nose, but yes. Right, okay, yeah. okay, cool, cool. Because it is one of the things that uh, sets comics or sort of genre fiction apart from uh, realistic, wholly realistic mm-hmm. fiction. Uh, like if there's an episode of Seinfeld, <laughs> it'd be one weird episode. It would but, be weird. Uh, I don't know why that one popped into my head. Um, like that's maybe even not not a great example. Mm-hmm. There, there are unrealistic things that happen there. Uh, there's the episode with the pig man in the uh, the hospital. Uh, I, th- I think if I had read this in under normal circumstances, maybe that would have seemed a little obvious and okay. and, uh, and cheesy. But sort of um, the personification of of despair as a character in a story felt somehow at this particular point in time uh, 
cathartic. Yeah, and 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 relevant. Okay, cool. To me, and sort of the importance of uh, not giving into that, uh, you know, bad guy villain thing. Right, right. right. Um, that is sort of the classic uh, you know, crisis point for comics or for any any sort of mythic. Uh, mythic thing um, like, like you're, you're Sam and Frodo and uh, like like really I just I, I, I can't deal with this ring like can I just take a day yeah. off <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like look um, everybody knows it's going to take me months to hike into Mordor who's going to notice if I just like take an extra nap today <laughs> uh, so, so, so that that rallying point, that uh, necessity of, of mustering, yeah, just uh, pull it together and fight the uh, yeah, you know, fight yeah. the baddie. Yeah, so 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 that that is some, and, and that happens obviously in, in non-genre fiction as well, yeah. um, but it is much more at the forefront of, of, of this kind of fiction. Right, right. Uh, yeah, right. So I had written down also, more lightheartedly, I. At last week we had talked about vocabulary and that there were all these words in it that yeah. that I didn't know. So this time again, on now page, you do. <laughs> on page, uh, it was one of the front, the first pages. I don't know. He described the the the, the fog or whatever uh, as mm-hmm. eldritch. I didn't know what that. Ooh yeah. Meant. Oh, wait, did I write that down? Yes, I did. Yes, eldritch. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then later on, they had this this line on page seven. Um, I think it's. Might have been Scott. I'm not sure who says it, but yeah. uh, someone says, "Oh no!" It was, I guess it was just the, the narrator. Yeah. Says, uh, "Let's segue up the coast." Oh yeah, segue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I mean, I know what that word sure, means, sure, but sure. it was kind of a, a clever uh, usage of it. Right. Um, so I like that. And, yeah. Oh, uh, one of the. It's, I wrote down vocabulary again, mm-hmm. and we got a few of the same words right, that we well, learned. La- yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, but what's crazy? I, I feel a little bit angry with myself that. Um, Malefic was not m- more entrenched in my vocabulary. Mm-hmm. Actually, because they used it um, all the time. Because I know that there were words that I did pick up from comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, a prosaic would be one, mm-hmm. uh, like that. Uh, not that I have occasion to uh, to use it all, but yeah, malign mm-hmm. uh, is another good one. So macabre. This mm-hmm. this feature is the macabre man thing. Mm-hmm. At the time. Do you want to guess how I pronounce well, same, that word? Same as we all did. <laughs> yeah, Macabre. Oh, yeah, yeah, Macabre. <laughs> so uh, at about the same time, a little bit earlier than that, there was another series called Moon Knight that, that debuted in, like, a, in 1980. Um, and I read a bunch of that. My brother and I read a bunch of those. Mm-hmm. And it was the Macabre Moon Knight. <laughs> but we were the, the Macabre Moon Knight. <laughs> and that just like sounded really cool. Yeah. And it's like, oh, man. He's so macabre. Um, <laughs> and it was a couple years later that macabre was a vocabulary word in mm-hmm. school. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'd already... Yeah. Right, you already knew it you because you were Because I read comics. I was streets ahead yeah. <laughs> of the vocabulary list. But I can remember like the teacher said, like, oh, the next word is... No need to tell me. <laughs> next word, our next word is macabre. I'm like, What? <laughs> is going on it was such a letdown yeah because like 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 corn on the macabre and like this doesn't sound cool at all but it's like all french and shit yeah oh make it sound cooler we got the e-label now oh i'm sorry no that's cool because i i i wanted to say that macabre sounded badass but i was (laughs) 
watching my language a little better than somebody else was. Mm-hmm. Uh, another or another word. Uh, yes, I wrote down Eldritch as well. I can't remember where it happens, but very very beginning. No, no, no. I was about to say, um, Eldritch yes, in, oh, in the beginning. Yeah. There's another word. Um, he uses the word Ken. Not as uh, someone's name. Uh, I'll look it up. It's like knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I didn't catch that. Yeah. Uh, And and I I don't know if that's... But but you tell me while I look this up. Mm -hmm. um, Is that that common in the UK? You you haven't lived there? Because I I think of it as a Scottish thing. I think of it as a Scottish thing, too. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he has Germanic roots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think of it as... I mean, yeah, I guess it is common-ish. And I'm just thinking because you know Claremont is being yeah. being British. British. I say British, he's probably English, but uh, um, which doesn't make a, a bit of difference to us, but does matter <laughs> to, to them. Does matter to the English. Yes. Uh, so I don't see where that happened, but um, okay, yeah, yeah. So Ken as a word uh, meaning meaning to know something. I thought that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, what else you got? What else? What, what so. And I don't know if it's better for us to like, when we launch into the banter to sort of summarize the thing, but um, the the first thing that happens in, in this story is like this really shocking uh, suicide. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> this thing was and published no, 40 years ago. Yeah, and nobody, <laughs> yeah and not even as far as spoiler, but, uh, but just, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean. Um, we're going to presume that people have read this. Yeah, the, the, that's a, the, the art on that. Uh, where the guy shoots himself is really, um, uh, yeah, yeah, intense. Yeah, I'm looking at of, it uh, yeah. now. So dramatic. It's, uh, it's like yeah, half a frame four. with the guy in his head, you know, with a gun to his head, and yeah. then the other half where there's this very visual art of, uh, you know, leaves. The leaves. But the sort yeah, of the leaves are still, and then they're then they're going. Yeah. Yeah, that he that he shoots himself in the head. That's quite grim. I did not. Um, Expect that the guy kind of looks like Stan Lee too. It was probably accidental. Looks probably. like a. I mean, this Stan Lee probably didn't look anything at all Lee-ish. like that when Stan Lee actually, you know, in the eighties. Yeah, he's had the mustache for a long time, yeah. but uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't. Yeah, uh, it is. It is pretty grim. Um, so again, the uh, the comics code. Um, mm-hmm. Oh gosh, I. I uh, so the comics code. Um, Seduction of the Innocent. That's the name of the book. Mm-hmm. I, I, we mentioned the Comics Code, I think, like two episodes ago. Did we? Yes. Okay. In connection with episode 142. Oh, this issue, this everybody dies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, oh, it was, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, yeah, right. Yep, yep. So I, I don't know. I'll look this up. But I couldn't remember the uh, sort of historical background of that. This publication of, I think it was a book called Seduction of the Innocent. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice provocative title, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Sexy, you know, featuring yeah. featuring some some uh, rather poor sociological research, <laughs> statistically unfounded. I'm you know I know statistics mm-hmm. uh, anyway. Uh, so probably you can't have the guy's brains splattered on any. No, I mean that's yeah, that would be. They give us the next best thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean it's very evocative yeah. of that and and a really intense. Um, yeah, scene in, it, in the thing. And another one of those where, uh, like 142, where everybody dies, yeah. um, letting our brain fill in the gaps is uh, the better way to do it. Right. Yeah. Right. And then we meet. So initially when I was reading it, I thought that the man thing was going to be mm-hmm. our baddie. 
Right. Right, because that's the first, you know, he's on the cover or it's the first character they introduce, but he's not really the baddie in this one. He's not the baddie. Um, and in fact, very quickly, I, you know, I find, like, the man thing is kind of a weird character because yeah. uh, I guess maybe a more frequent reader would know more about that character. There was a footnote where You would we, be mistaken. Yeah, because, like, I very quickly end up feeling very, very sad <laughs> for the man thing. Yeah. Um, you know, who's this is sort of superfluous character that's just there to be tragic and sad and yeah despondent there are loads of characters like yeah. that um okay so so take a step back here uh, first of all yes i agree with you yeah. uh apart from the fact that like like more frequent readers would not necessarily have known oh. much about the man thing this is the only comic that i've ever read where the man thing ever appears right because he had like a minor story like uh used to be biologist ted yeah we get yeah, we get caught yeah. up on his background um, so the man thing specifically, this is an interesting one because, uh, I mean, you're aware of Marvel and DC as two publishing companies, right. and this is why Superman and Spider-Man can never have a conversation. <laughs> um, writers and artists would, uh, although the companies wanted them to stay with one publisher, mm -hmm. they would very often hop from one to the other mm -hmm. and, and they would hang out. Like if I work for Marvel, I'll hang out with the guys from DC. If only you worked for Marvel. They don't, no. Uh, I mean, yeah, would that it were so simple. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, but so what you have is you occasionally have these instances where ideas are borrowed, by which I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Definitely stolen. Yeah, yeah. Where, where, where either somebody would jump from one publisher to another mm -hmm. or somebody would talk about an idea and the other publisher would kind of try to beat them to the punch mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. they would take something from the other publisher and, like, change it just enough. <laughs> right, right. Like the Transformers and the Autobots. Not the Autobots, the, um, whatever the thing is. Yeah. Um, you know, like, like they would Coke and Pepsi. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that shit. Ooh, I can say shit. Um, so the man thing is an interesting one because there is a character in, in D.C. called the Swamp Thing. Right. Uh, there was a, some some really shitty movie made uh, mm -hmm. that I've never seen. I think like Heather Locklear is in it mm -hmm. or some shit. Mm -hmm. um, that doesn't necessarily suggest that it's bad, although it doesn't help. Yeah, um, it doesn't sell it, no. <laughs> I'm sure she's a very nice person. Yeah, yeah she's fine. Uh, she, she did great work in Miller's Place. Mm -hmm. uh, she was really fantastic mm -hmm. in that. Uh, so the common notion is that the man thing was dealt by Marvel to rip off the Swamp Thing. But right. if, if I'm not wrong, the Man Thing came first. Okay. Uh, and Swamp Thing just was much more successful. In no small part because Alan Moore, mm -hmm. who is you know, one of the legendary comics mm -hmm. writers, mm -hmm. did a long run on Swamp Thing. Swamp that's, thing. that's absolutely uh, tremendous. But so you're saying that we, don't, we have not seen the Man Thing before and we do not see it again? Uh, in the X-Men, I don't think so. Okay. So uh, we mentioned... Um, a couple of issues ago where we had Alpha Flight mm -hmm. where, where the, this is like the, the stealth pilot yes. but you also have like guest stars right. um, I'm trying to think what's a good, a good TV example where like there's a TV well, like, here's, a, here's a good one like um, you remember the TV show Wings yes okay so every now and again somebody one of the characters from Cheers would show up, would on, show wings. up on Wings right. um this is actually the opposite of that. Hang on. Um, now, what's one where... Well, maybe... The, the, say somebody from Wings shows up on Cheers. <laughs> That's the better example there. So, uh, 
Marvel says, you know, uh, I think these kids would really read Man-Thing if he shows up. <laughs> and uh, every time Man-Thing is not on the page, people say, hey, where's Man-Thing? Where's Man-Thing? <laughs> um, but, like, the Man-Thing didn't need to be in this comic really at all. I mean, it, all of the action surrounding despair. Yeah. Uh, Scott Summers, you know, what, what he thought was going to be sort of a fun booty call that turned into like a, uh, you know, a, a, a terrible fight to the death. And, you know, thank goodness he was a superhero. Way, I want to, I want to, I, I think Lee thought it was going to be no, a fun No, I mean, booty. I think she did. Yes. I think she did. I think, I, she, I think he was on the fence. I think she was, well, yeah, okay, fair enough. She, yeah, he yeah. was on the fence. Um, I think she definitely was Maybe planning, not important, but... planning for it to be a booty <laughs> yeah, yeah. call. Yeah. Um, but all of that really could have happened mm. without Man without Thing. Thing. Yeah. So Man Thing was just there to make me feel sad for it. Yeah. So that brings us back to this point where, uh, particularly for Marvel, mm. they simultaneously make you want to be a hero and yet really glad that you're not. Right. <laughs> uh, Spider Man has a, a, a pretty miserable life. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one that I think a lot of people have seen where just like juggling the secret identity mm-hmm. and, and, and all that, like that, that's challenging. But some of them go further. Mm-hmm. It's like Man Thing is one of those. Swamp Thing, by the way, virtually at that point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, another good example would be like Ghost Rider. Mm-hmm. Ghost Rider who shows up in um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., right. the TV show. Right. Ghost Rider was one, I, like my brother bought a couple of issues of that, and I think he was maybe getting into it, and like I saw the premise, and I thought, I, I don't want any part of this, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is a guy who's been condemned to hell? Yeah. <laughs> like, this this sounds like a bummer. <laughs> this is pretty grim. Um, but there, there were some of those. Yeah. Uh, and if I were smarter uh, about cultural... Right, we could, we could talk about that. But if just we were to say, smarter. yeah, yeah, if we're both smarter. <laughs> but in general, the the idea of heroism is um, largely defined by duty and burden, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, which makes them heroes. Because right, rather than sort of flashy, uh, you know, Tony Stark stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, but it does get into these places where characters are just like utterly doomed, right. <laughs> and uh, I, I don't, I don't get that into those, those kinds characters. Of characters yeah. Mostly because I, I just I don't I don't quite know where like like the Hulk is another one mm-hmm. uh, where Bruce Banner is effectively cursed right for the rest of his of his life, mm-hmm. uh, and he can't kill himself. <laughs> So he's just he's just doomed, and right. those things were always. Uh, apparently, eight year old me could read about the guy blowing his brains out on the third page, <laughs> and right, but doomed. I wouldn't break his heart. Yeah. But the, things like the Hulk or Man Thing, those were always a little too bleak for me. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I could see that. Um, I almost want to segue into to you because. Uh, <laughs> Are you talking about me being Russian? Maybe proximate <laughs> to that, okay. but where I'm pivoting, and please bear with me, okay. uh, you know what my least favorite story is in Love Actually? Your least favorite story is the guy that's in love with the... With, with Kira Knightley. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what's your favorite story? Oh, was it that one? I don't know. Maybe that's what when you I said was, once. Maybe when I was younger. Were, were you trying to... 
kind of present yourself as being like sensitive and complicated or no i think i was just more <laughs> interested in that yeah. sort of tragic thing okay. when i was younger right. and now that i'm older i think it just seems more tragic and less like a russian tragedy romantic okay, okay. yeah how, how much how much um how much cultural memory did, did you inherit from <laughs> from that, Russians? That, yeah, from Russians. <laughs> I don't know. That, that bleak. I don't know. I and mean, how much how much have I have I eliminated it yeah, from you? Because you're so cheerful and optimistic. Uh, I, okay, so <laughs> yeah, every cynic is a disappointed idealist. Um, I I force myself some of the time when I have the energy. <laughs> Uh, I force myself to be relentlessly chipper because otherwise I would be uh, absolutely miserable. Mm-hmm. It is a defense mechanism. Yeah. No, I'm no, I, I I'm I'm a horribly depressed person most of the time. That mm-hmm. <laughs> enormous emotional headwind. But yeah. um, I think I mean yeah. I, I I yes I think that that uh, the many happy years that I've spent with you have made Aww. me sort of less uh, um, yeah interested in in, in stories of. Uh, you know, tragedy or sort of doomed uh, people. Doomed and, relationships. Yeah, more like yeah, into, yeah. you know, just people, you know, being nice to each other. Oh, I've had happy years with you. You have, yeah. yeah. We've had happy years together. <laughs> yeah. I like this one. It's like really personal. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. Well, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I mean yeah. you know, my emotional struggles are, uh, you know, I, I, I don't want to be like all sheepish about that. Yeah. Your, your Russian cultural legacy is um... well documented. I don't know about that, but you, you can you can you can frame that however you you can present that however you like. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't presume it, I, and apart from love, actually, when you told me that yeah, that probably like, was the, true. The Cure Nightly series, oh my lord, that was, <laughs> it was a fucking drag. That thing, <laughs> I mean, like the movie as a whole. Is, oh, okay. Um, yeah. So we meet the man thing. The guy shoots himself in the head. We meet despair, and then we go to the to the. Um, mansion, yeah. where uh, I find it extremely charming that they're all like using their superhero powers to clean up, like to basically oh, yeah, yeah. do housekeeping yeah. Yeah. type type chores. Um, and then we also I wrote this down. It didn't really go anywhere, but it was kind of interesting um, that Xavier is like not independently wealthy. He's actually funded by Warren Worthington yeah. the Third. It's right um, there in the name. Worthy, worth, worth, Worthington. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wrote that down as maybe something that to pay attention to mm-hmm. later on. But okay. it didn't really, nothing came of it, but that was an interesting observation. I just sort of thought that he was a uh, some sort of secret uh, Elon I, Musk level um, crazy millionaire. So I, billionaire. I, I lose track on this because the book doesn't seem to care that much about. Uh, where his money comes from. He's, he's like Mr. Drummond on different strokes. Like, we're just... <laughs> what does Mr. Drummond do? Yeah, I don't know. Other than, uh, you know, create kind of socially awkward <laughs> conversations. Right? Um, it's nice that you adapted those kids, Mr. Drummond, but... <laughs> okay. Um, for, for me, the mansion, the, the thing that, that uh, the scene that I dug was they're, they're teasing right, Kitty. Right, they're teasing her, and yeah, she's sad about it. You know, she... That felt great. Uh, it, let me be clear. <laughs> it's always fun <laughs> when she was sad, to see children that, that came out wrong. be teased um, by adults. <laughs> 
What I meant and to say. And then they cry and are very sad. What I meant to say <laughs> was, um, it was a very relatable moment mm-hmm. uh, in that I could relate to to, her. <laughs> to yes. the outsider yes. because she's not been on the team very long, right? And she's the outsider, and she's just had this this colossal fuck up. And I've been there, man. Well, it wasn't really a fuck up. I mean, she won. Well, yes, yeah, yes, right. yes. So well, she, you know, some things got yeah, broken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, no, no, you're correct. Yeah. You're correct. Um, it, it's not a big fuck up. Uh, instead, it was she did the right thing, and right. It's like like, and now she's getting teased about it, right. and she just doesn't know what to do about right, it. Right, right. Yeah, and then there was that that sort of weird thing where. Um, Nightcrawler is like, I don't know, you know, I'm really proud of her, but why am I teasing her? It was like, that sort of reminded me a little bit of the... Uh, yeah, that was a bit off. The little weird sort of emotional thing with uh, Wolverine. with Wolverine last time, where it's yeah, like, I'm just know, a, I used I'm to just think I could be normal, weird. but now I see that I can't be normal or whatever. So, you know, I wrote that down again, thinking that that might, you know, be a thread to tug on later on, but then kind of nothing... Uh, well, again, it, is, it, it still could happen, you know. Exactly, exactly. So, um... I think the more relevant thing there is um, early on, Kitty's freaked out by Nightcrawler. Mm-hmm. Like she, she, she's spooked right. <laughs> because he looks he looks so unusual. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was one where that relationship started to to kind of open up. Right, right. That uh, that moment there, and you also had it in uh, was it like one one forty one one forty two rather mm-hmm. uh, when. Old Kate Pride comes back and hugs him, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Whoa!" Yeah. <laughs> you, uh, so, so, so that for me, the, like, like the two beats that I do bits that I got out of that are one a relatable moment where like you're the outsider and it's like just feeling socially isolated. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that, I can relate yeah. to <laughs> <laughs> mocking people. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, children. Right? Yeah, but, but not, not even that. Like, like as a child. I mean, I mean, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I would I would pile on and do some of the uh, uh, you know the awful peer stuff that, right. that kids did, but more often I was on the receiving, right, on the end, receiving of end of that. Yeah. Uh, so that was a relatable thing. Of yeah. being like, like hey, you know what, you know, what? I I fucking give up. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are gonna be mean to me, and I'm just trying to be nice. So you know, fuck all y'all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the second is like like Nightcrawler uh, coming over to her, and and then like that they're starting to right to build to, a, yeah. build a relationship. Yeah, that was yeah. cool. Yeah. Yep, and then we go to um, Scott on on the boat. Yeah, right? um, yeah, I don't know. And somehow we connect that the the man who killed himself is the father of yeah Lee's father. Yeah, and at first I thought that we had kind of gone back in time somehow. Mm-hmm. That the end was the beginning. You know, the the beginning of the comic was really going to be at the okay, end, yeah. and then we were sort of nope. doing no, <laughs> no, um, none so. of that Christopher Nolan shit here. <laughs> so yeah, they go to the they go to this bar you know she's clearly into him yeah uh yeah he's uncertain yeah um he does this really weird uh trick with his glasses, yeah, with glasses in the yeah, pool yeah, yeah. which yeah. seem like you know if you don't want to be discovered to be like some sort of superhero then don't do shit like that that was that was a kind of a throwaway yeah. quasi-comedic bit uh, i think uh, yeah and then she invites him on this, uh, you know, what obviously she had planned to be a booty call, <laughs> planned a booty call but instead yeah. turned into this sort of a I think, I think, psychological nightmarish. Is he planned booty call and oxymoron? I don't think it's technically a booty call. Oh, I don't know. A booty call is like we're, we're dating ourselves because it, it probably, they probably yeah, exactly. the kids probably yeah, yeah. don't call it that anymore. <laughs> 
this image of yeah. like 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 There's like, like old people old people yeah. like back in the nineties. <laughs> oh, this booty call. Yeah. And, yeah. And, okay. Kids are gonna are call it something else. Yeah. Yeah, what the, does that the, mean? The, yeah. 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 The rub a dub or the whatever. I think it's technically not a booty call. But the point calling. is, the point is, I she, hope they're not calling it the rub a dub. <laughs> But anyway, so she invites him to this thing thinking that maybe something could develop between them. And then when they get there... Uh, she can't because her father's dead. She can't because not only is her father dead, <laughs> right. but he has been, you know, being impostered by uh, this Despair. malevolent spirit who then yeah, takes malefic. Them, malefic spirit. Mm-hmm. Who, and we, I don't think we ever find out what she sees on her sort of uh, journey. But, no, you know, don't. takes Scott through this whole crazy uh, nightmarish yeah. multitude of... of uh, scenarios and I'd written down here and I actually can't remember exactly what it was but uh, something to do with his wedding I wrote down serious psychological fuckery what <laughs> <laughs> that you wrote down the word fuckery I did <laughs> yeah. I also wrote down that I liked the zombie there was like one page where it had like all the X-Men across the top and they mm-hmm. all had that sort of zombie oh, okay. you can't uh, see me but yeah. I'm doing it right you're, now you're, you're, you're tilting your head to the side head tilting thing up. that zombies yeah. do to let you know that like the thriller zombies. video yeah exactly yeah, the, the, the classic yeah. uh, zombie uh, posture yeah um, yeah, so he takes them on this whole, and then I guess they defeat him. Because, <laughs> but, you know, I bet Lee was happy that, you know, of all the people that washed up on her, uh, on her dock. Yeah, yeah, you know, of all the, all the whatever. Um, the, what, what, what do we think of uh, Captain Lee? What, what, what do you think of her? I like her. I think she's awesome. Yeah. And I, I, I don't recall, I want to say that, we don't see much of her. I may be very wrong mm-hmm. about this, but it, uh, that's a shame. She's, yeah, she's no, a I liked cool her. Character. Yeah, I liked yeah. her when I, I mean, I've, I've, I've yeah, liked she's her. She's sassy, great, yeah. uh, you know, doesn't take any shit yeah. from her crew. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I thought that was really good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what else do I say? We're, we're pretty close to time. Oh, um, well, the letters. We have to talk about the letters. Okay, we will. Um, the other notes that I have here, Professor X uses a computer. Uh-huh. I didn't catch it, that. It, it's a... Uh, well, these days, Uber, old school, right. but um, like it's a computer computer, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with a keyboard and, and, and a monitor and, and thing. In 1981, this would have been very rare. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think it was, gosh, I mean, it was like 1986 when uh, I got the first computer in my house. Mm. It was like a K-Pro 2000. Look it up. <laughs> But uh, having, and this is four years before, three, three, three years, whatever, mm-hmm. before the Mac appeared. All right, okay. Uh, so that was... Notable. Yeah, yeah, notable. A um, couple of misspellings. Uh, and, and this is, I'm only doing this just to support my idea that atavistic was misspelled in the right. prior issue. But yeah, sometimes the letter doesn't, doesn't quite get it right. Uh, so there's Leibchen. Oh, I didn't catch that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So like Nightcrawlers, you know, L-E-I rather mm-hmm. than L-I-E. Uh, then also like Despair was misspelled at one point. It was spelled E-R rather than R-E. The, the, the misspelling of the alternate spelling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, the villain's name was uh, misspelled at one point. Um, again, no big deal. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're, they're human to make mistakes. Uh, okay, cool. So yeah, so the, letters. the letters. So I there was there were two. There might have been three, but there are two that I remember. There was one from from the mom. Oh, I didn't. Which one is that? The, this one. Uh, Susan Palmer. Susan no Palmer. Address? Okay. No address was basically like uh, I'm a mom. My kids read your comics, and uh, I love them, and I think they're really great for my kids. And uh, keep up the good work. 
This is, I, I didn't read this. Oh, I, I, I feel awful. Um, I just zeroed in the last paragraph. That's uh, only a couple of sentences. I send, yeah. You're also making letter writers out of them, yeah. out of There's the kids. There's like so many positive things about comics that she listed there yeah. on one. Yeah, uh, the same kid who suffers over a four-sentence thank you note will sit down and dash off a letter to the editor without a moment's hesitation. Yeah. First of all, hey, mom, who's probably pushing up daisies, but like, hey, hey, mom, good on you for making your yeah. kids write thank you notes. <laughs> Uh, but also, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So I really loved her letter. It made, it made me happy. And I loved their response to it, which is like, you know, we usually like to have something a little tongue-in-cheek. But uh, in this case, we're just going to say, thank you, Mrs. Palmer. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, the, uh, the vocabulary in these comics is excellent, yeah. consistent with what we're saying. Well, what we found, oh, yeah. Oh, cool. All right, Ms. Yeah. Palmer, thank you. And then the other thing that I thought was kind of funny was... I from Quebec. Hold on, I got to... Like our, our friends to the north. I'm 100 and I still say things like booty call. I have to actually put on my glasses. But to also I just this. want to say like, hey, we love Canada. We do love Canada. Yeah. So, uh, and we would advertise Canada if Canada absolutely. wanted to pay us you could pay us. You could pay us in your cheap devalued uh, Canadian currency. We don't. We would love to spend it in Canada. <laughs> actually, if we could just move to Canada. Travel. You, that too. Yeah, if be, you would let us in. Don't get me wrong. I love the United States, but yeah, I'd move to Canada. In a New York minute. So then there's in a this, Toronto minute. There's the second letter from uh, Jonathan Alsup, and he, he talks about it. Then he says, there's an element of Kitty's power uh, that has been overlooked, uh, that a speech is made when air rushes through the vocal cords, causing them to vibrate. Therefore, Kitty should not be able to speak when she, or Yawn. more specifically her. Yeah, so it was like, I just, when I read that, I just thought of the, the, what we always talk about, like the, the guy well, that's actually. like, yeah, the guy that's like, oh, excuse me. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. You know, you've missed this uh, important scientific fact in your made up universe. Right. <laughs> It, it, it is interesting because... There's it, always one asshole. Yeah, yeah it's trying to we, we, we talked about uh, willing suspension of disbelief, and there are things that we're just like willing to sign on for. Like That's one where, like, like who, who, who <laughs> uh, cares? Me, she shouldn't be able to talk. Yeah, yeah right. Like but uh, I, I, we didn't come up with a good example of things where we do find them unrealistic. Um, oh, gosh. I, I'm, I'm racking my brain, but... Like, like that when you and I are like, yawn. Yeah. Uh, we don't care. Uh, but if it's something else, like, uh, if it's... Uh, I... We'll work on that for next week. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. And <laughs> <laughs> a whole stop digging. Speaking of next week. Speaking of next week. You know what we're going to do? What are we going to do? We're not going to... This is issue 140... 40-something. 40 44. 44. We're not going to read issue 144. We're not. Maybe we will. Okay. But... If we do, we're going to read that in addition to X-Men Annual number five. Okay. I'll explain to you uh, what an annual is. Actually, let's do that right now because okay. uh, well, we'll have the conversation offline. Mm-hmm. We'll rob Stephen <laughs> the chance <laughs> of this explanation. Uh, so 12 issues per year. Mm-hmm. Uh, way back in the... Um, the Silver... I, I said Silver Age a while ago. I meant to say Bronze Age. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Silver Age of... Com- um, actually, uh, <laughs> I think you mean to say the Bronze Age, uh, like difference between people who will talk about like old school versus golden age yeah. hip hop. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. uh, you know Run DMC, they're not old school, they're golden age. Right. Okay. I believe you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> take my word for it. Uh, so, twelve issues per year, so like in the sixties, and mm. what is actually the Silver Age? Uh, usually, they were they were self contained stories. Uh, each issue, but once a year, they would do a double size thing. Okay. Which is a longer story mm-hmm. that you can kind of wallow in. So those were called annuals. Okay. 
and, and usually it would be pretty predictable, like every year, like right, you know, the annual will yeah. come out. They kind of got away from that. And especially with Claremont's run on the X-Men, he would do double-sized issues kind of all the time. Mm -hmm. So they didn't really need to fill that. Mm -hmm. And by the way, the annual is a marketing thing. Right. So we can charge a few cents more, uh, you know, keep unit costs kind sure. of, kind of yeah. the same. Uh, but uh, we're going to read X-Men annual, it was annual number four? Five, you said, I think. Five, yeah, number five. So, um, yeah, the, clearly they weren't doing it every year mm -hmm. because it was like 1980. Right. Because um, I want to say Brent Anderson drew that one. So we're going to get another Brent Anderson one. And it'll be, it'll be a one-off. It'll be a self-contained story. Cool. Well, I will look forward to that. All right. All right. I feel like we need something else. I don't. I think we usually just end. That really? Yeah. Do you think we need a jingle? Um, give me a jingle. No, 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 no. X Men, X Men, here we go. X Men, X Men. All in a row. That's great. Okay, great. So we'll see you next next week.